0: Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking
1: business in blockchain.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trader Crypto Show. Today's guest is a certainly an expert in technology. And I'm very interested to hear what he's got to say as far as moving into the tax realm, but also some opinions and thoughts because he's been around technology for a very long time. His name is David Deputy. He's the Director of Strategic Development and Emerging Markets and the President of Accounting Blockchain Coalition, uh, working with Vertex at the moment. David, thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thanks so much for inviting me. Mate,
0: uh, I'm truly fascinated. Um, I've spoken to York, one of your, I think he's one of the directors within one of your companies. So I'm very fascinated to hear your point of view because the conversation I had with York, who's the uh, head of blockchain at Microsoft, was really, really fascinating how he got in and where he's come from. And I think we're going to have an equally interesting conversation as well, mate. Just, do you want to just give us a little bit of an introduction on yourself, just so everybody's got a bit of a background as to who you are and where you've come from?
1: Sure. I guess I grew up through the the finance industry was a bank regulator for a little while, went back and and got an MBA and then found that I really loved the technology aspects. So shifted my career into the technology stuff and tended to stay on the cutting edge, you know, database applications, uh, got into big data, a little bit of AI and found my way into tax and blockchain here over the last decade.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, one of the things that uh, I, I – we, we had a brief chat prior to hitting record, guys, so um, I got to hear a little bit of a story about how you got into blockchain. And it's very similar to, I think, a lot of people uh, that came into the space. Would you like to just let it, let everybody know what you told me? Just let them know how you got into the space.
1: Sure. I guess if, if you go back, back in the, the heyday of the dot-com, I was in San Francisco and had a company called TrustNet, and we built uh, a centralized digital currency for gift giving but a competitor launched before us and they got hacked by by russian hackers it turns out funny history repeats anyway so uh, they they crashed and burned they lost 50 million and so we had no opportunity to lo- launch we just shut it down and, and moved on so i've always been interested uh in monetary theory and money and how money's created uh, but I kind of ignored the, the whole blockchain Bitcoin thing. Back then, it was just Bitcoin, I guess, because uh, of my experience there. I'm like, oh, that'll never fly. Somebody will hack it. It'll never work. And uh, I guess around 2016, early 2016, I got an opportunity. I said, well, maybe this is real because I saw the price movement. And I said, let me go to this conference in New York. It was the, the first consensus conference, uh, which is a big CoinDesk conference in New York. And I went to the conference and I expected it would be a bunch of hackers. It would be, you know, a bunch of uh, flip-flop, you know, pierced noses, uh, tattoos and such. And I walk in and I, I you know, it's at the, the Marriott uh, Times Square. And up on stage is Blythe Masters who invented, the, you know, J.P. Morgan, uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, invented the collateralized derivative obligation CDOs. And she's uh, talking to like an executive VP of, of IBM. I mean, this is a suit conference. And so I came home and it just so happened that uh, my family was away for the weekend. It was a rainy weekend. And I went in, I dived in for like 18 hours of trying to understand this, this new phenomenon. And I went down the rabbit hole pretty deeply. And I was sold after that point. I was a, a crypto convert, if you will.
0: It's um, it, thanks for sharing that, mate. I think it's I think it's a great story, but it's also <laughs> it's also one that I think most of us can uh, relate to. I, I know certainly uh, I've been trading for twelve years now, and I was introduced to Bitcoin in two thousand and thirteen. Um, and people say, "What do you think of Bitcoin? What do you think of Bitcoin?" And I'm like, "Well, what do I think of Bitcoin? I think very little of Bitcoin. I, I'm not a VC. I'm not a tech entrepreneur. Uh, I'm a trader. That, that, that's what I do. And at that stage, that's all that I focused on. So there's not enough volume. There's not enough tools for me to do what I need to do. I can't do it fast." forward to uh, uh mid last year i've only been trading crypto for about 10 11 months now or actually it might be getting close to 12 now so very new for me to be trading crypto however i've been trading for 12 years so i'm i'm you know i know what i'm i know what i'm looking for and i, I got told by the right person to come and have a look at say you got to come and look at this market mate you, you cannot you can't ignore this any longer and i was kind of like well you know this is coming from someone who i know and respect very very well so i, I kind of you know The right person tells you the right thing, and you go and do it. Right, you you get the information from the good source, and you go and check it out. And then I was just like, "Wow!" Drop everything, get straight in. So that you know, we've all got our own little stories to how it happened. It was usually there was usually a cataclysmic event uh, somewhere within our reading or our research that we just went, "Whoa, this is big!" So really interesting to hear your side of that as well. Now, with uh, with Vertex, I want to sort of dive into what you're doing there because. I'm sort of familiar with what it is that uh, you do to a certain extent, but I'd like you to go into detail because I, I know you're not a tax expert per se, but you are in that space and you are an international company looking at those different areas of tax. You want to tell us a little bit about what you're doing there and how that can sort of you know, help us within this space and who's, who's got the best ecosystem at the moment relative to blockchain?
1: Sure, sure. I'll, uh, I'll probably punt on that last one because I don't want to play favorites. But uh, from, from our perspective, we focus on transaction taxes. So that's sales taxes or outside the U.S., it's VAT and, and what's called GST taxes. And not many people know it, but more money's raised from those taxes that, on a global basis than from income taxation. It is the predominant tax outside the U.S. I think Finland's got a 24% VAT tax and Germany's 196 So you're talking a big chunk of change that comes out of each transaction for these VAT taxes. And so what we do is we automate those taxes. Our clients are clients like uh, Amazon, Apple, um, eBay, Microsoft, Caterpillar, um, Procter & Gamble. So uh, we allow them to uh, pass the transaction to us and we figure out what the tax is, no matter what it is, uh, no matter what product it is or service, and no matter where it is on earth. We cover 120 countries. Uh, to get the tax right, so we help them comply with the government regulations. What we see in the space is that uh, value exchange, which is the buying and selling of stuff, uh, historically has been done in you know e-commerce systems. It's been been done in um, you know invoicing out of ERP systems. It's been done in billing systems, um, and those those transaction executions are moving onto the blockchain. So we're taking our capabilities and bringing them to the blockchain so that you can be compliant if you choose to be. We, you know, our philosophy is that there's gonna be a white blockchain, there's gonna be a black blockchain, or at least shades of gray in between. So, you know, the, the Moneros of the world, completely anonymous, uh, used for whatever reason, they are used uh, for, there's a role for those. Um, I'm a bit of a libertarian myself. So I believe that that's a, important uh, to maintain, but there's also uh, the opportunity to be compliant. So if you're you a know, resident of a jurisdiction, you're buying and selling stuff, you have an obligation to pay taxes, and businesses have the obligation to collect and remit on behalf of the government. So if you want to be compliant, you should have the opportunity to be compliant. And that's what we're focused on.
0: So you say 120 different countries. Um, there's a lot of work, obviously, that you've, you must have a very large team of uh, people working on the ground in each of these jurisdictions, or at least research teams. What are you finding – at the moment, I know you don't want to play. I know you don't want to play favourites, okay? But is there at the moment governments in certain areas of the world? I'm sure that there are. So, what areas are we seeing that seem to be quite forward this technology? Uh, I'm not just talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as such. I'm talking about blockchain. I mean, we know that some some parts of the world have sort of shut things down or shut things up, and they're now starting to reconsider. Some countries are leading as far as from the from the uh, tax point of view, what countries are you sort of seeing as, as leaning a little bit more towards perhaps being more crypto blockchain um, friendly than others?
1: Well, that's a great question. And I do uh, fly around the world talking to you know the heads of tax administrations at various governments. And uh, they're really behind the, the uh, financial side. So, you know, the monetary authorities are real, really far in, in advance in terms of uh, sandboxes and stuff in areas like, uh, you know, Malta, uh, Singapore, Dubai. Uh, so we're seeing the, you know, the tax administration lag uh, behind them. But we're, we're also seeing a lot of money being invested by the EU and by various nation states in uh, adopting blockchain for government processes, you know, and these are everything from identity to voting. So the governments are going in in a big way. The U.S. government's got a, a group that's organized around this as well, as well as the state governments. So the governments are getting their feet wet in other domains. But it's just a matter of time before they turn their attention to tax because, hey, you follow where the money flows, right? So um, it's very similar to the digital economy, what they call the digital economy, which is traditional e-commerce it, it went on for quite a, a long time uh, and, you know, the governments really didn't care about it because it was small. All of a sudden it got so big over the last three or four years that they created an initiative uh, called the Base Erosion and Profit Shifting. And uh, action one is to figure out what to do about e-commerce because they're losing so much money now. We see the same thing happening uh, with the digitization of assets and the cryptocurrencies. So this is going to get so big the governments cannot ignore it anymore. And they'll turn their attention to it. So we want to be prepared to help businesses comply easily to automate the compliance uh, using the blockchain to automate compliance on the blockchain.
0: Yeah, so I mean it, 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 that makes sense, absolutely. I mean, we, anyone who's been in the space for a little while or who, who, who's done extensive research understands that this is the future. It is not going anywhere. You, you still get the people go, "How's that crypto going, Craig?" And it's like, "Well, it's it's going the way it's going. It's a developing, emerging technology." Um, You know, next question, please. Um, But, you know, you you sort of said Singapore, uh, Dubai, Malta. Now I know. A lot, excuse me. I know a lot's going on in Malta at the moment, um, and Singapore. A, a lot of money. A lot of money in this space in Singapore. That's going to be a very forward thing. I was in Hong Kong recently, and in Hong Kong, uh, there also there's a lot going on in that space that other other you know countries outside of the, that um, that sort of jurisdiction are, are not even aware of. They've got their own ecosystem within this ecosystem, which is quite fascinating. And in many cases, great projects doing great things, and they're doing them within China, for example, we don't even know about. So it's there's 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 markets within markets that that are just completely closed off to the rest of the world and um i mean to give you an example of the technology and how governments are using it from my point of view i'm here in sydney australia and um our government's just come out and released there's a um a health records on uh, like a database type thing and they said look you know you can opt out and australians are opting out in droves because our government sucks Uh, as far as technology goes. I mean, they've been hacked. They can't do online votes. They they just it's just terrible and everybody else everybody in crypto is going they need the blockchain for this this is what it should be used for but they're still so far behind so australia not really a leader our government in that respect hopefully they they pull their finger out and change a little bit we're definitely seeing governments around the world sort of start to take a little bit more notice and it's uh, it's it's definitely interesting now I want to know a little bit more about it mean, you've you've worked in some big big companies I mean uh, oracle is a place that you seem to have sort of walked in you've been on a bit of bit of a revolving door a couple of times by the look of it um, I mean, you've been working with some big people there. You've obviously well connected globally uh, and very well respected in, in the various fields that you've been inside of, and obviously techs where your where your career has sort of been built around. How have you seen attitudes changing or have you seen attitudes changing in the space of blockchain over the last 12 months? And and if so, what's, what's the sort of conversation that's starting now that might've just been discounted as, oh, no, 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 it's just a lot of rubbish, maybe say 18 months ago. Are we seeing change? And is that change, what's the conversation that's coming of that?
1: Yeah, I think there's dramatic change in the last 12 months. Um, just as an example, just yesterday, I think it was announced that the uh, certified Financial Analyst exam now contains topics on on crypto, so you're seeing this um, standardization of uh, the knowledge around the crypto space. Enough of it has emerged that these these uh, large players are coming in from the financial sector. You know, announcements every day of a new new uh, hedge fund being created or a new bank. Uh, you know, turning turning um, from uh, denying it to embracing it. Won't mention who. I think we all know. Um, yeah, yeah, we know. And and so there's that on the financial side, and then you've got the technology side. Uh, you've got companies, you know, like IBM, uh, the Ethereum Alliance. Uh, you've got Corda. You know, these technologies are still generally being used for proof of concepts, but a few of them are starting to execute live transactions with money at risk. Uh, so you've got the technology side maturing. And that's just accelerating. These are exponential technologies. And, you know, some of these networks have, you know, tens of thousands of developers contributing to them. Um, so the pace at which this technology is going to evolve is going to blow everybody away. Um, and the problem is the regulations were written, that, you know, the 19th or if we're lucky in the 20th century, they can't keep pace with this. So we've got a real challenge. What, what I think happened is happening is you've had the, you know, the fraud because of the lack of internal controls. You've had uh, the regulars come in and crush markets. Uh, You know, that's taken the asset value of the cryptocurrency space from, you know, three quarters of a trillion down to, uh, I think today it's around $290 So you've seen this massive uh, loss of value because of regulatory, uh, on one hand, regulatory impact on another, lack of regulations who allowed the fraud to happen. So the, the market's maturing. Um, we see the regulatory oversight as a good thing. Obviously, we're in the industry. We're a reg tech company, but we see it as a very good thing. We, we welcome it. We think that the, the second coming of these crypto assets beyond just digital currencies, all types of assets, physical assets being digitized, the title to them, um, we see that as, as a, you know, a wave that's just going to sweep over the world because you can trust it. You can trust it from the technology, and soon you can trust it from the regulatory perspective.
0: Well, speaking of that, I mean, you're a president of the Accounting Blockchain Coalition. So you're sort of at the forefront of the coalface, so to speak, helping to mold and grow and work within the community to, I guess, look after the community, understand the community and, and build it out. Do you want to Tell us a little bit about, I just want to know more about the Accounting Blockchain Coalition and what its, uh, what its role plays.
1: Sure. I'll give you a little history. So um about two years ago, we had our first conference in New York. This is just a group of individuals coming together saying, hey, there's a gap in industry knowledge. We're professionals in the industry. Let's put a conference on, you know, in New York, see what happens. We had 400 attendees. So then we, you know, we, we did the second one this year. And at that conference, we formalized the organization. We're now a, a nonprofit, um, somewhat global, becoming global very rapidly, industry alliance dedicated to educating really businesses and governments uh, and organizations on the accounting matters, those that are relevant to digital assets and distributed ledger technologies. So it's both. It's both the digital asset class and the distributed ledger technologies, including blockchain. So we we don't create best practices because uh, you can't create a best practice, then audit it. We've got a lot of auditors in our membership. Uh, So what we do is we disseminate Ah, uh, the information, and I've been really pleased at the quality of the of the members that have joined. We've only been around for about five months now. We've got the the who's who of uh, the accounting and tax profession in our membership, and more piling in every day. Uh, it's a it's an abundance mentality right now. Uh, there's plenty of work to go around, so we're sharing the knowledge within the industry to help. Uh, you know those in our profession, accounting, tax, finance. We got a role to help advise uh, business leaders on their fiduciary responsibilities and how to uphold those responsibilities appropriately in these new domains. And they don't have the knowledge. And if we don't have the knowledge, we're both in a bad place. So we're we're helping um, forge uh, the second uh, round of this knowledge in the industry from just crypto to crypto and blockchain and internal controls, uh, all those different areas.
0: So you're effectively bringing the, uh, the, the accounting world up to speed. Is that, is that sort of what the aim is?
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what the aim is. So it's an, you know, it's a by-industry, for-industry initiative. It's a you know, membership-based uh, organization that uh, helps uh, spread the knowledge within the industry. There's a huge gap here, and, and that's a dangerous gap, because uh, you know, if you don't have the right internal controls, we've seen what can happen with the hacks on the exchanges, just as a simple example. We've seen the impact of, you know, regulatory uh, impact on the valuation of these assets and the the risk that uh, those who don't understand um, and some that do, do understand and rightfully believe there's risk here. So so that's what we're focused on. We're really focused on, if you boil it down, we're focused on educating the industry to de-risk the industry. I guess that's not a term I've said before, but I think that fits.
0: Well, that's what we like to hear is de-risk. I mean, that's what uh, every investor wants to know. Every business person who's in the space wants to look at anything to de-risk themselves, understand the space better, and uh, if they can mitigate that risk as good as they possibly can. So, look, you, we, we just talked about the Accounting Blockchain Coalition. I mean, who are you looking for in there? How do people get in contact with you? How do they join? You know, what's the, what's the process?
1: Sure. Great question. So uh, the easiest way is to go to our website. It's accountingblockchain.net. And you'll see uh, both information that we freely share with the public. So uh, all the videos from our latest conference, and, and we've got the top speakers from the industry at this conference. They're freely available there under the events area. There's also how to become a member. Uh, there's a listing of the current membership. So you can see, you know, what, what class of, uh, of companies. This is not an individual level. Organiz- this is an organizational level Uh, entity. So, you know, a company joins, not an individual. And then everyone within your company can take advantage of the information, join the working groups. We've got uh, four different working groups. Uh, We've got a tax working group, a general regulatory working group, an audit and an accounting working group, and then an internal controls working group. And that's really where the power of the organization comes together for the benefit of our membership.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people that are going to reach out to you, maybe a lot of professionals within the uh, the listeners. Um, look, I ask every single person, every single guest that I have on, David, the same question each and every time to wrap up the show. Uh, so I'm going to ask you this question. So I'm going to put you on the spot. It's not a hard question. You'll be good. <laughs> we really see blockchain and, uh, and- Compared to the internet, look, it's a new technology. Uh, a lot's happening. It's, it's you know it's going to change the face of how we do business, how we operate as a human species. Uh, from my perspective, and a lot of people that are in the space, I think we all agree on that. Now, with the bit with the internet, we looked at 1993 sort of being not the beginning of the internet, but when it started to really sort of gain some traction, we saw 2000 being the explosion of uh, of the dot com and the boom that we saw there, whereabouts do you think that we are right now within the blockchain space? 1993, 2000, or somewhere in the middle? It's
1: an interesting question. Yeah, I came back from Japan in 99 because I saw what was happening in San Francisco and said I wanted to be a part of it. Um, We're certainly not there. Um, We're probably three years before, so that puts me in 1996.
0: 1996. All right. Then I'm good with that. No, most people sit around 95, 96, and it depends how they look at it. But that—that's good. Cool. We're all, we're all in the same sort of boat. We've got plenty of time ahead. You're you're a bit early. You're, you're a bit earlier this time, mate. Uh, you weren't there ninety ninety nine. you You're here a bit earlier. So congratulations for being on the ship a little bit sooner this time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think what's going to happen though is this is going to happen a lot faster than the internet. Keep your hold on to your hats.
0: Oh, I couldn't agree more it's uh, the cycles are already insane it's a very fast-paced market and the uh, yeah I couldn't agree with you more David it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show thank you so much thank you Greg uh, for being here so David Deputy Director of Strategic Development and Emerging Markets at Vertex and the President of the Accounting Blockchain Coalition a wonderful guest thanks so much for being here guys and um, we'll speak to you again very soon